is up to welcome to pod of greed the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh podcast officially sponsored by kaiba court i'm audrey and i guess i'm the fan fiction maestro so thank you fm Ooh, <laughs> not sure i like that uh, one that's all i can think of hi hi gamers i'm sarah and i'm the fan fiction maestro's assistant not sure about this vibe we've concocted here. Hi, uh, I'm Max, and I'm the fanfiction maestro's monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually Dr. Fanfiction. Hey, I'm Dan, I'm the janitor. <laughs> the janitor? Hey. Is Dan sure for Danny DeVito in this instance? Hey, I'm Argyle. I'm the, I'm the top investor, and I can fire all of you if I want. Please do. Cool. Please put us out of this misery. Yeah, it's been a good run, folks. <laughs> what's so. a good episode to end on. <laughs> Did you say what's going on, Max? It, Did I say what's going on? No, a I good end, a good episode to end on. Oh, oh, oh no, okay. yeah. yeah. When yeah. we all get fired by Argyle. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. It's like how the queen is dead, and they're just kind of pretending she's alive so that she hasn't had sixty-nine years of reign. We we actually want that. <laughs> Pickled News like flash asshole, pot agrees been over for a month. Aha. <laughs> Pickled like the herring no, we had for dinner last night. Fifty years. <laughs> All right, enough silly imaginary scenarios. Um, ha ha ha! Definitely imaginary. Ha ha. Um, we are here to read some fan fiction to you because this is episode one hundred and sixty-nine. Nice. 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 You may recall about a month ago when we called out for your fan fictions and then kind of forgot to mention it again. <laughs> that's not true. We mentioned it like several times. Yeah, Are that's we, fair. It's possible that we could have marketed this more. We we probably could have pushed it a little bit more, uh, and that's what I'm. Uh, that that that's that, that that's the reason I'm putting down for why we only have four submissions. But four submissions mm. is a wonderful amount of submissions for us to read to you. We actually technically have five things to read to you because one of the submissions comes from within the podcast. Help! The call <laughs> is coming from from inside the house. Girl, help! I'm writing Girl fan help. fiction. Uh, well, I I guess I'll say in regards to shipping, I know we've talked about the marriage one. Uh, there's, uh, I know some, I know Jaden and Chaz is popular. There's probably uh, some sick freaks that uh, uh, ship uh, Alexis with anybody that it, uh, is Jaden or Chaz or just any, any of the other male characters. I will accept Jim Alexa. I am okay. I will accept Jim Alexa. We talked about it. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I will accept it. 
Uh, they're, they're both the, I will like, say, the only competent people at the Adult Academy. And also, like, there was the last episodes or whatever where he rescued her. He has a weird nickname for her. Yeah, <laughs> not, I tomorrow missed, girl. I might have yeah, missed those. Yeah, exactly. I, You're so I'm alive, so tomorrow girl. Um, um. But, um, uh, yeah, as someone who is active in fan fiction circles, I have done looks at the GX fandom and i will say that the overwhelming number of of fix is uh judai manjame that's that yeah fucking, that i mean yeah. i can imagine the number one uh, like the overwhelming number of fix in dual monsters was yugi kaiba so it's the oh, same yeah. kind of dynamic there yeah it's the same kind uh, of dynamic it wasn't no it so the four most popular fix and they were all pretty close to each other were puzzle shipping bronze shipping yeah. tender shipping and puppy shipping hmm. i've yeah. already forgotten what pairing so were. it's all of the yamis and hikaris oh right yeah okay mm-hmm. and then kaijo oh duh yeah cool yeah 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 that tracks mm-hmm. yeah and those were like I, I would say easily the most popular and the the mixes of the Maliks and the Bakuras in basically every form was also <laughs> yeah. very popular. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. The four of them was conspire shipping, then there was like angst shipping and thief shipping and death shipping. Ah, <laughs> uh, remember shipping. I forgot about all these fun words. Yeah. Get all in the max. You can travel is <sighs> yeah, not the most egg popular. On my- Look, hey, I'm only here because I want to see... Kronos and Cobra. Oh, and Psycho Shipping. That was Yami Bakura and Yami Malik. Psycho Shipping. Mm-hmm. Twisted fucking Psycho Ship. Fuck so is Johan Judai literally called Marriage Shipping? No, I made or that shit up. Something you might- no. I mean, yeah. it fucking may as well be. It's textual. It, I yeah. feel like it... <laughs> does it even count as a ship if it's canon? I know, right? <laughs> yes, it does, first of all. And second of all... uh Johan is on Judai's insurance plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. Lord knows fucking Kaiba is his next of kin. United Healthcare. He is, yeah. Confirmed. Alright, gamers. Sorry. Alright, shippers. Alright, 69ers. Uh, brackets nice. Close brackets. Not that one. <laughs> Do you want to read some fanfiction? Hell yeah, yeah I Let's read some fanfiction. I'm going to read some fanfiction. Okay, um, let's start out with the first little, teeny little short one, little bit of appetizer, little bit of horse divorce to get us going. Ah, uh, you mean, uh, let's see, Su- submitted by, uh, Patrick, aka Shadow Sandbag, uh, POFG169, Dumb, uh, ellipses, really dumb, not ellipses, uh, parentheses, really dumb, parentheses, short. Yeah, this one doesn't really have a title per se, but I don't think it really needs one. The title mm. the title is Max's Dream. Okay, Max, do you want to read this one out there? Uh, so. Yeah, so since this is a self-insert fic and it has YN for your name, we're going to put Max in there for the yeah, the name. The, the, this, this, this one's for me. <laughs> it's a Max insert. <laughs> it's a Max insert. Um, I can see who I'm going to voice. Would anyone like to voice my, my father? <laughs> Uh, I kind of would. I don't know if I can do him justice. Yeah, you're the you're the most Italian of us as well. I yeah, you're the closest one to I- Italy. Physically, yes. 
Either you or Audrey, because she's from New York. (laughs) (laughs) I'm walking here. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Mm All right. Um, uh, We did read the title. Self-insert fanfic where Max lives in the Duel Monsters universe. I just want to mention for the listeners that I had to have explained what Y slash N means to me before the show. Because I was like, what does yes, no mean in fan fiction terms? Some it's of us... It's usual novel. Okay, some it's, of it's, us it's know about... Adventure. Some of us know about being sold to One Direction, is all I'm saying. I've never been sold to One Direction, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. Where I'm just saying, some of us do. Where do you think came from? Unfortunately, unfortunately, I've... I'm more familiar with the freak circles that use Anon. Uh, mm, and with that... We begin. I can't believe this could happen to me. I had always read about this, but never believed something like this could happen in reality. My mom had decided it would be a good idea to sell me so she could fuel her dungeon dice monsters addiction. <laughs> I couldn't believe what would happen next. My mom had already packed up my bags and placed them at the door. I heard a knocking and opened it, prepared to meet whatever horrible person fate had in store. Am I doing it? Okay. Yeah. I, everyone cut out for like 30 seconds when you were discussing he was doing it, so I didn't hear any of that, so I thought our guy <laughs> was doing it. Okay. Buongiorno, Max. It is I, Kronos de Medici. I've come to take you away and become the world-class duelist so you could finally beat that Yuki Judai. OMG, I couldn't believe the felonious Gru was going to teach me duel monsters. <laughs> Can this really be happening? That, that was kind of a Gru. <laughs> Sarah, you did a Gru. <laughs> no! No, they were way more Italian than Gru. No, I I disagree. They were way more Italian than Gru is. Let me let me get another line read then. OMG, I couldn't believe the Kronos de Medici was going to teach me dual monsters. Can this really be happening? To be continued. Yeah. Dan, cutting Dan, cutting roundabout, please. Uh, oh, you don't like my a acapella edition? <laughs> it right. was a group voice, though. Okay, like, uh, do, do you that... want to do it? Because I didn't think I was doing it. Because I thought that while I couldn't hear you guys, you guys had agreed for, on someone else to do it. I think it was a good voice. I'm just, it was very No, it was good. It was good. No, I, I like, I honestly, all, all that was said afterwards was Audrey. I was like, or Audrey, because they're closest, because they're in New York or whatever. But then, like, that's kind of, we didn't even really... We didn't actually, like, say who was going to read it. I think we're just fucking flying by wire here. Okay. Yeah. Listen, listen, it's always okay to do an Italian accent. <laughs> yeah, it's okay to racist towards Italians. Or a Gru accent. Yeah. <laughs> listen, we just got to uh, live in the AU where um, Kronos is, uh, has a Gru voice. Mm-hmm. Kronos mm-hmm. Dominion D2. By the way, mm, when so I read mine, I'm going to request switching headphones because I'm getting something of an echo, which is why I've been talking okay. the way I've been talking this entire time. Okay. Mm. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. Okay. This next one, also from Patrick, um, doesn't have a title. It looks like we have Cyrus, we have Bastion. Oh, yeah. Have... Here you go, Sarah. Yeah, I, I want to request to read uh, Bastion in this mm. one. Yeah, so wants to be Jaden. Okay, uh, I want to be Jaden. Dan's Jaden. Can I be Cyrus? Fuck yeah. Go off, King. You're Cyrus. 
great. So, and I think we also need a narrator. Uh, Audrey, you want to narrate? Or do you still need to, like, change out those headphones? Like, yep. the, yeah, the guy can still hear me. Okay, okay, cool. All right, yeah. fine. That works. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's Fantastic. That's what I did for Max. Yay. Ha ha. So narrating? Uh, sure, sure. I can narrate. That's fine. Fuck yeah. Nope. <laughs> okay. I think, okay, I, so I think this first thing is the Cyrus DMing, and then Jiden interrupts. Like, it's not written like that, but I think that's what it's supposed to be. Yes. Mm. It oh, is. So should I read I, this? It's cool. Um, <laughs> I can. I think I should read it. Actually, I think anything okay. that's not explicitly in yeah. quotes quote. should be read because, like, it's dramatic irony. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, all right. There's a horrible creaking, followed by the sound of gears grinding against each other. Cenaris, you can smell the faintest bits of smoke coming from the from under the floor tiles. Elementari, you can sense that there is a hollow chamber in the stone fifteen feet in front of you. Suddenly, without warning, an ancient robot, its body a light silver, pops out of the floor, a huge rusty scythe in its hands. It looks towards the three of you and... I wanna duel it! Jaden! Cyrus whined. I told you this isn't that sort of game. Come on, bro! I said I would try this game! Not that I didn't want to duel. Too bad. Cyrus let out a huff. It's my turn to choose for game night, and I say there's no duel monsters in this game. Bastion quietly spoke up. I've got to practice my British accent, all right. Bottle blast! Bottle blast! Bottle blast! Right, I think I've got it. Excuse me, if I may interject, I'd like to cast a spell on the monster. You're telling me he can cast a spell on a monster, but this isn't dual monsters? Yes, Bastion. What do you want to cast? Cyrus asked, ignoring Jaden. By chance, would the beast be made of aluminium per our homework? <laughs> uh, we're going to need class? you to redo that line and pronounce al- aluminum the right way. But I'm British. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, please have a modicum of professionalism about it's this. No, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. No, here's here's what I want to know. Would Bastion, being voiced by an American in working for four kids, even though he's doing a British accent, would what? he not uh, I think, I think that we should pay attention to Patrick's authorial intent. What? It would seem that the spelling of aluminium... Fuck, no, it is aluminium. aluminium. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's just your own internal biases, <laughs> you know, Sarah. Sorry. I can't read, so... Patrick definitely hey, hey what level of Eric Stewart are you on? I don't know, two or three? <laughs> you, you were like a little baby. <laughs> Watch baby. this. Watch this. Okay. <clears throat> By chance, would the beast be made of aluminum per our homework from alchemy class? That means it should have a melting point of 660.32 Celsius. Bastion began to rattle off some calculations. Per this, if I were to place a fireball on top of it, then I may be able to melt the creature into scrap. Oh, uh. Cyrus stuttered, flipping through his book. The book just says it's made of metal. I guess that could work, though. Anyone else? Chumley began to mumble. While Elementari is doing that, I'm going to cast Summon Animal 3 and make a giant koala. Are you hearing this, Cyrus? He's summoning a monster. Still ignoring you. Cyrus chirped. Okay, 
Cinereus summons a giant koala just as Elementari summons his fireball. The robot starts to melt and is melted to the floor, but is still close enough to start swinging its sight. Jaden, you take four damage. What happened to ignoring me, huh? Jaden, if you want to play, then you have to actually follow the rules. Did you even look at the character I gave you? Okay, fine. Jaden rolled his eyes. I'll read the sheet. Uh, Cyrus, I checked my map, and the aluminum should have melted completely, not melted to the floor. Yeah, but this is uh, ancient magic aluminum. That means it melts different. Oh, Chumley, your giant koala also takes five damage. Oh, I guess I'll ask it to come over to me and cast my healing magic on it. Oh! Jaden jumped up from his seat. I know what I'm gonna do. Can I do my thing while Chumley does that? Okay, Jaden, but you better not be joking. Yeah, yeah, Cyrus, I promise it's on the sheet. Well, okay. I'm glad you're finally going to start playing the game with us. What do you do? I cast Compelled Duel! <laughs> Pretty good! I, this is this one fucking... This is good! This is cute! I like it! That, that, that's a, that's with a cute little scene. I like that. Mm-hmm. Just guys being dudes. Hey, Patrick? It would be really funny, I gotta say, if Chaz was there. I think Chaz would be a great addition to this scene. I'm, oh we're my not, god, he'd we're be not such a fucking stinker. To, to the writers here, but Chaz would have been so funny in this. Mm-mm. No, I, I think it had the, the right amount of characters in it, you know, yeah, that's fair. the amount it had of just the right amount. Have. Yeah, 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 if Elliot was here, like... then it would be really funny if Chaz was in it. If exactly. Elliot is not here, then it's not. <sighs> <sighs> Alright, thank you, Patrick. Thank you very much, Patrick, for both Thank you so much, Patrick. I'm saluting. Yeah, we're saluting. Uh, what? Uh, we do Franziscus next? Sure. Yeah. Which I think is the last one. Oh, uh, no, there's, there's uh, I got Cass it. has one as well. Thank you. I know what I'm about, son. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This, okay, yeah, this one, this is the uh, free one that I mentioned before. Uh, uh, and I think the like the main person is Kaiba, which I presume Argyle will be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure, I can do Kaiba. Um, you are the Kaiba of the podcast. I think it's you do the voice so good. Mostly Kaiba POV. It's Kaiba and Yugi. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, There's a couple just... Joey lines as well, <laughs> and a and a, a little bit of Mokuba. Okay. Maybe Tristan? Uh, okay, I gotta be I gotta be Joey. I, I wanna be it's, it is specifically written in a Brooklyn accent, so I gotta be mm-hmm. I gotta be Joey. Mm-hmm. You, and right. you gotta be Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can I narrate then? Alright. Yeah. Uh, Live your dream, bestie. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Actually, is it me or Max who's Yuki. Who wants uh, to be I Yuki? Be, I wanna be Yuki. Alright. I wanna be Yugi. I'm I'm Yugi. I was the protagonist character last time. Is there um, anyone? Yeah, we're I think, oh, wait, I think there is Tristan in here. Yeah, Dan, I'm you Tristan. Tristan? Sure. Hello, okay. Sorry, Dan. Dan, you are, you are the bravest of all of us. There's also Mokuba later on as well. I can also be Dan, Mokuba. you can do, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Dan, you can, double up, double up, double up. Mm-hmm. Dan, Dan is additional voices for this one. <laughs> We've credited Dan as additional voices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We did not pay him twice. See, this is why we, we need Elliot back. Yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> we Damn, need Dan, to be your Mokuba. fucking behind the voice actor page is stacked. 
Oh. Okay. All right. He didn't know uh, where he was or how he got here. Oh, hold on. You want to read the name of it first? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a title. <clears throat> this is submitted by Francisca, a.k.a. PhD Mom, in the Discord. Uh, it is a dual monsters era fic, and we will get into what it is. And the title is... A sight he had never seen before. Literally forgot to read that. Fuck. Okay. We're good. <sighs> it's set in the dual monsters era, as you could guess by our no voice casting. said this. <laughs> uh, okay. He didn't know where he was or how he got here. His eyes scanned his surroundings. It was some kind of abandoned building. The only source of light was the safety lighting that cast shadows from old lockers here and there. A gym? But there was also a subtle scent of chlorine in the air. A pool? Either way, standing around here any longer wouldn't answer his questions or bring him anywhere. He had better things to do, like running a company. Walking down one of the dim corridors, he suddenly heard strangely familiar voices. Around the next corner, his foreboding was proven right. Look what we've got here. The Dweeb Patrol. He stated in his usual insulting tone, not showing how lost he had been until now. The response to his greeting was likewise sincere. Uh, I, I think this is Yuki? Yeah, right? that's that's yeah. you. That's you. Okay, I'm, I'm like, does Yuki say hell? Is this all right. <clears throat> <laughs> he calls Hi, someone a son of a bitch, so yes. Oh no, Yugi, what happened? Um, <laughs> Kaiba, what the hell are you doing here? That was the question he had asked himself a few times in the last minutes, but he wasn't keen to discuss his memory loss with Yugi, especially, especially when Wheeler and Taylor were also around, staring at him in disbelief. Seto decided not to dwell on this topic and changed to what he was good at, challenging Yugi and making fun of his friends. He's still hanging around with these third-rate swimmers, Yugi. I thought you would be clever enough to see that they're only holding you back. Wait, did he say swimmers? <laughs> this term didn't feel right, but he didn't know what else he should have said. He would have to think about this litter, because the boy with the spiky hair in front of him seemed to grow a few inches and said, <laughs> Kaiba, these are my friends. They give me strength. Then you certainly don't mind showing me this strength in a race. Without waiting for a reply, Seto walked past the three other boys and followed the chemical scent. Yugi, Joey, and Tristan did so too until they reached the swimming pool. The smallest one immediately stripped the smallest one immediately stripped off the jacket and shirt of his school uniform and unbuttoned his trousers. Beneath them was a black and purple jammer. What's a jammer? It's a swim uniform. Cool. Yeah, excellent. Beneath them was a black and purple jammer with an with a golden upside-down pyramid on his left hip. Hey, Yug, I don't think this is a good idea. Better stop thinking, Wheeler. It doesn't suit you. Was Seto's harsh reply. As he said this, he had also begun to get rid of his clothes. His coat and turtleneck were already on the floor. And his, and to his positive surprise, he also had a long-legged swimskin beneath his pants. But his was silver with stripes of white and blue. Yugi and Kaiba flashed a glance at each other and began jogging towards the pool. They reached the starting blocks simultaneously and got into position, ready to jump in any time. The only thing that stopped them was the light of Tristan's torch in the pool and Joey's hysterical scream. There's no water in the pool! <laughs> After this sudden end to their not-even-started race, Sutter decided to get dressed again and leave the three dorks behind. 
The next days were kind of blurry. He wasn't in Domino anymore, but apparently a student at an all-boys boarding school focused on sports. Mokuba was at a different school. However, he had heard about the quasi-race at the abandoned pool and wrote to tell him that Yugi and his friends founded a swimming club to founded a swimming club to swim a relay at the next tournament. Sato was no team player, but if he wanted to race Yugi again, joining the school's swim club was the only option. His captain was something between bossy and giddy, but he let Sato, but he let Sato join and show what he could do in the water. During the next training sessions, he improved, especially in his two main disciplines. Freestyle, Yugi's main style, and butterfly, the most difficult discipline. On tournament day, Sato was sure he would be in the relay team of his school. He was the fastest in both styles, so why would his captain decide otherwise? Oh, yeah, on additional yeah. voices. Because you are not compatible with my team. <laughs> was the answer that shook Sato to the core. He didn't train that hard to stand on the sideline while some incompetent idiots lost to Yugi and his friends. As he just wanted to leave... As he just wanted to leave the tournament site, he ran into a well-known boy who looked devastated. Mokuba? Sato! I'm so glad you are here! Bakura is sick, so Yugi, Joey, and Tristan can't swim the relay. They trained so hard for this day. Without hesitating, Sato turned around and headed back to the pool. He knew how to solve this problem. Ten minutes later, the relay race was off. Tristan's backstroke was mediocre, but good enough to keep the pace of the other competitors. Though Joey's breaststroke looked ridiculous to Sato, he was stunned at how fast it was. The changeover between him and the blonde was smooth. Sato dove into the water and spread his arms like a dragon to push himself forward. He was able to gain some space between him and the other swimmers. When he hit the wall beneath the starting block, he immediately looked up and could see his arch rival flying above him before also diving into the pool. He never felt that strange feeling in his heart before, but got even stronger when the relay was over and his teammates ran, ran towards him, smiling and yelling. In unison! We, we won. won! Thank, Thank you, you Kaiba! Kaiba. <laughs> Great work. Great work, everyone. The group <laughs> hugging I'll was uncomfortable at first. I'll, I'll shuffle it around. Dan, you're braver than any U.S. Marine. Um... The group hugging was uncomfortable at first, but Seto decided to close his eyes and let the warm feeling of friendship settle for a moment. When he opened his eyes, it was dim again. He lifted up his head and looked around himself. He was at his desk, in his office. Mokuba was asleep on one of the sofas in the corner of the room. Some strange anime ending with a camel and a guy in the desert played on the TV in front of his little brother. Slowly, he remembered... Mukuba binged watched this show for the last hours while he was working. Both Kaibas must have fallen asleep in the meantime. Sato got up, took off his coat, and placed it over the sleeping Mukuba. No more animes before bedtime for you, Moki. You'll get nightmares from it. Nightmares. That was incredible. I liked that! that I've never nice. I've never engaged with three, but I feel like More power to, to you, buddy. <laughs> I was able to, you know, I was able to put myself in the character's flippers, as it were. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> so I'm assuming the, the thing with the yeah, camel we'll in the desert a was like a free thing. It's yeah. part of the ending. They're like, it's like 
very Arabian Nights ending. It's very weird and out of place. Yeah, so they're middle of the middle, yeah, they're in the middle That's, of the desert. They're all dressed was, in like hair and pants. I was like, what? That sounds like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I thought I was like, was he watching I've JoJo's? Seen, I've seen the free ED. It's it's a very free whop 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 whop. Wop, wop, every goat now, wop, wop. <laughs> it's uh, very sensual. Lots. Tremendous. Water in the desert. Uh, yeah. It's, listen. Five. Not, not all of us are uh, BL connoisseurs the way I am, so. Uh-huh. You have not, to. Not all of us have you, the sort of spiritual have, fortitude you do. Listen, Audrey. you have to have a really high IQ to truly appreciate the free <laughs> Iwatobi Swim Club ending. <laughs> <laughs> have to have a certain level of intelligence. So, yeah. Turns himself into the pickle. Funniest shit uh, I've ever seen. Thank you, Francisca. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Francisca. Thank you, Francisca. Uh, next, up, next up is one from Cass. Hi, Cassidy. Uh, our our last you, Cass. listener submitted fanfic. Um, now, my Who favorite like- things about this one are, like, the tags on it. Yeah. The tags are very fucking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, Who would like to narrate? Not uh, me. Because I, I just did that. I was narrate. I, I want to narrate. Cool. Hell yeah. Can I be Sartorius? Sure. Yeah. Be Argyle, you've been, you've been destined for this point. And then we need a mean Jaden <laughs> that I'm not doing. Uh, okay. Audrey, you or me? Who's going to be? What did you say, Max? I said... Well, actually, I think since Audrey has her fe- thick necks, I can do uh, Jaden then. Yeah, I'm going to be doing everything in my thick. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shall I do additional voices then? All right. I can uh, do Neo- Neos. I can do Neos. I will do... Oh, hell yeah. All other additional voices. Well, of course. Yeah. Uh, GX fanfic, A Thousand Words, episode 69, 2. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. For want of a nexus. Sartorius tries to fight fate. GX, era GX season two. Characters: Jaden Yuki, Sartorius. Tags: unreliable narrator. Shifting, shifting stream of consciousness. Mind screw. It's like that bit in Doctor Who where River Song tries to alter a fixed point in time, and the universe goes all screwy. <laughs> Going through the VA's IMDb pages. Tremendous. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> You've already given me what I want. Sartorius, leader of the Society of Light, boasted. What was I thinking? Jaden bit his finger. He had thought that the keys might be safe up on top of the big statue, but... Satellite keys, come to my hand! Sartorius commanded as he sent a beam of light towards the statue's own hand. Where the keys rested. By the way, light is written in all caps every time. It's I like so that. Good. It's, a, it's, yeah, it's a nice. It's a nice bit of flavor. Just like just the way, I, just like the way it is on the cards. Yeah. Damn. There was a flicker in the corner of Jaden's eye. He looked up at the apex of the dome under which he and Sartorius duelled. A vortex went into existence. The black space beyond dotted with stars. There was a glimmer and a beam of iridescent light exited the vortex. The light met the light and pushed it back. (laughs) The iridescent energy coalesced into a muscular white and blue form. My persona. I'm afraid I have other plans. 
elemental hero Neo said. Neos, it's you! Jaden said, relieved to see the Neos station. Yes, and I shall protect these keys. Neos said. The strength in his voice brought a grin to Jaden's face. Foolish card spirit, Sartorius said. Sartorius held a clawed hand in front of him. It glowed with light. Your primitive power is no match for the light of destruction. What is he doing? Yeah, uh, Jaden said, mystified. Away, elemental hero Neos! Sartorius took aim at the vortex above the dual arena and let fly with an almighty blast of light. Edit in a cool sound effect here. Nice. Neos, use hydro pump. Blastoise! <laughs> oh wait, no, sorry, it's Tor- Yeah. Jing yelled. The great tortoise tank Pokemon reared toward- reared backwards and let forth a huge pair of water jets from its cannons. The rush of water hit the torkoal around the arena and sent it flying. Excellent work, Sid. The boy next to Jaden <laughs> said. He looked confident in his blue uniform. For almost a moment- Jaden was sure it was yellow. With Epaulets? Who was Sid? Who was Sid, wasn't he? Oh no, Torkoal! <laughs> A little blue haired kid said. Jaden. Sid could have sworn he had darker hair than that. Uh, uh, who's Ash Ketchum? Who, think... who can do the Ash Ketchum voice? I mean, I'm. Torkoal's strong! He won't get knocked down after just one hit, will you, buddy? Their other opponent, a cocky trainer from Kanto with a Pikachu said. And we've got plenty more right here, Sid's partner said. He gestured forwards. Blaziken! Blaze Kick! The Blaze Pokemon prepared its ultimate attack. Spinning around quickly, the Avian, Avian? lit its leg aflame. Out of nowhere, it happened. A whistle went up from the referee as a bipedal cat wearing a gold coin on its forehead landed in the middle of the battle arena. This is all wrong, see? It said with a scratchy <laughs> Brooklyn accent. Oh no! The Kanto trainer reeled backwards. Ash, do you know this Meowth? Sid asked. You're not Sid, you dimwit. Meowth said. And I'm no Meowth. Like a ghost, a tall man arose from the Meowth. Jaden Yugi, he said. We are lost in some sort of dimensional nexus. Ah! Jaden woke, covered in sweat. Albert? A woman said from the corner of the little house, looking up from her needlework. Did the fever break? Uh, no, not yet, Mom, Albert said, wiping his hand across his forehead. I'll go refresh your towel. Caroline Ingalls put her needlework to the side and picked up the cloth besides Albert. Jaden. His name was Jaden, not Albert. From inside the ancient crypt hideout of the blood spiral circle, the cult leader smiled grimly. Uh, is this me? I, I think, so. I think so. Sure. 
I should have known better. <clears throat> Please, you must return quickly, Jaden said, the triangular tattoos on his face itching after the fight. Master Yuan, she attacked me. Professor Kreller, who is that? The Jedi Consular on the other side, on the other end of the comlink gasped. Jaden's head began to spin. He felt himself floating through space for just a moment. Above him, a huge yellow diamond opened like a vertical eye. Neos? Jaden! Neos cried out. Jaden looked up. He was back. Neos was nowhere to be seen. Back at Duel Academy. Back at the duel against Sartorius. You've already given me what I want. Sartorius, leader of the Society of Light, boasted, his eyes unfocused. What's going on? Jaden asked Sartorius. What were all those places? Who? Satellite keys, come to my hand. Sartorius commanded yet again, aiming a beam of light at the hand of the statue. The interdimensional vortex sprang into existence at the top of the dome. The iridescent light of Neos met with the light from Sartorius. I'm afraid I have other plans, elemental hero Neos said. Would someone just tell me what is going on? Jaden said, getting rather annoyed now. It was all playing out how it did the last time. I shall protect these keys, Neos said yet again. Jaden Yuki, Sartorius said, looking directly at Jaden. Jaden internally gasped. Sartorius was... Well, looking a lot more normal. Was this the good Sartorius that Aster Phoenix had spoken about? Only you can fight fate. Huh. Hell yeah. That was fun. That was wild. That was I fun. Like I like that. A, a Beyond Toon World to kind of go with that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I recognize the Star Wars. I recognize the Pokemon. I I kind of, I recognized some of the Pokemon. I did the did Star you, Wars and a couple of the other ones. Did you recognize there. my incredible Blastoise impersonation? <laughs> yeah, that was really good. And yeah, I re- was, oh, it was, was Little House on the Prairie. That's what it was. Yeah, that was Caroline Ingalls. Yeah. Uh, nice, cool. Did yeah? Didn't didn't um? Well, I it's like a little magic school bus trip. No, I know what Little House on the Prairie is. I just didn't realize Jason's voice actor in that. Yeah. Yeah. Guess so. Wow. Hilarious stuff. Yeah, I think he was what a child the, actor the or, something <laughs> time or something. Imagine being oh. in Little House on the Prairie and then ending up voicing fucking Chidayuki. I mean, That's so fucking funny. We already know that Noah Kaiba went on. Noah Kaiba had voiced Archie Andrews and would go on to voice uh, Elder Price. Uh, Christ. The mm. Archie Andrews to Elder Price pipeline. It, um, <laughs> it, that wasn't Andrew Rannells, was it? Yeah, it was. Yes, was Are you Rannells. fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, it was. That's like- Andrew Rannells is Noble Kaya? Yeah. yeah, we yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a big fucking deal back in the day. We did not, we, 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 did, wait, didn't you say yeah, that well, you would get we, Andrew Rannells on the... No, wait, was that someone else? That was it was Elliot. someone else. Audrey was not a host. I, I, who was it? It was Al Roker that I said I was going to get on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But I can do Andrew Rannells. I'm probably more likely to get Andrew Rannells Rannells than I would to get get Al Roker. Let's fucking go. Future guest of the show, voice of Noah Kaiba, his most well-known role, Andrew Rannells. That's 
making me insane, actually. Oh my god. It's so good. That's really good. This is good energy to go into yeah, reading yeah, 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 this yeah, yeah. fucking yeah, fic yeah. that I've written. Um, thank you very much, Cassidy. <laughs> uh, that was a really, that was really good fun. Um, that was really cool. I liked that And a lot. also content for mm. our Beyond Toad world for this episode, so thank you. Yay! <laughs> Tony, fucking, Tony winner t- Noah Kaiba. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Are you kidding me? God damn it. All right. Um, <laughs> okay, Audrey. Yeah, all right. Um, so, uh, this is a fic that, like, I haven't settled on a title yet 100% for, but for now, the working title is something like Magic. Um, mm. it takes place during Dark Side Dimensions, and the plot of it basically is Ooh. that we see, during DSOD, we see both Jonochi and Ryo get Thanos snapped, uh, by mm. Diva, but we only see what actually happens to Jonochi when he gets Thanos snaps, we don't see what happens to Rio. And what if it seems like they got sent to their own personal hells? And what if, because of all of the complications in his life, Rio's personal hell was having to confront everyone in the ancient Egyptian afterlife? Um, so he gets Thanos snapped to the ancient Egyptian afterlife, um, and has to basically deal with all these loose ends that have uh come up since the final ceremonial duel um and uh particularly where when it comes to um the history of the ring bearer so a lot of the fic that i haven't written yet is going to be it's a very long fic that it's going to be a very long fic but a lot of the fic that i haven't gone to yet is going to be focused on him mahad and the child who was once the Thief King, before Zerk got to him. Um, so, yeah. Um, the transition is disorienting, to be sure, but smoother than one might expect. One moment, he's kneeling with tears in his eyes, looking up at Diva. The next, he's kneeling with tears in his eyes, staring up at the sharp end of several rough-honed spears. The light here, wherever it is, is so bright that it makes him wince as his eyes adjust. Strange new surroundings notwithstanding, he has enough experience being knocked out and waking up at the drop of the hat, at the will of someone else, to adjust fairly quickly, and he takes a few deep calming breaths to stop himself from completely losing it. It's the Thief King, someone says, and that grounds Rio faster than the weapons pointed at him. He clenches his fists and realizes there's sand under his fingers. A dark head moves into his field of vision, in the middle of the bodies holding the spears, silhouetted by the bright sun. Rio feels his heart leap into his throat as the hysteria diva raised in him returns. Shoddy, his panic mind supplies, the resurfaced memory of killing him still fresh in his mind. Shoddy frowns down at him. You look like the thief, he says, but not as he is now, and you do not feel like him. Yeah, Rio thinks, he's gotten that a lot, although the spirit of the ring had been a good enough actor that it happened less often than he's actually really comfortable with in retrospect. He opens his mouth to say something along those lines, but even if a growing sense of dread weren't choking the words in his mouth, someone else beats him to the punch. Enough, Shada, the newcomer says, and Rio knows that voice. Render your judgment and let us move on. Rio lifts a hand to help lock out the sun. He hears the guards surrounding him shift and readjust their grips on their weapons at the movement, and squints through his fingers. Kaibakun? The words come out scratchy and hoarse, his throat still raw from all the crying he's been doing. 
God, when was the last time he cried this much? Over the past few years, he's been stabbed, possessed, woken up to see an angry god on top of a blimp about to devour him, and had his show shattered into pieces. And none of it made him cry like this. Those childhood memories he had suppressed. He hasn't felt raw and exposed like this since Mom and Amine died. His eyes have adjusted enough for him to crack them open slightly wider. Sure enough, the crowd around him parts to allow Seto Kaiba a path through, and he joins Shadi in looming over Ryo with a matching frown on his face. When did these two become friends? Ryo doesn't know what to say. He observed, as he cheered on Yugi and Jinochi over the years, Kaiba quite a bit, but he has to rack his mind to think on whether he himself has ever exchanged words with him. The spirit certainly had. Ryo wasn't conscious for the details, but his understanding is that the spirit had taken great glee in antagonizing Kaiba towards the end of his plans. Not exactly the image he wants Kaiba to have of him, particularly when he's surrounded by lethal weapons. Though, Kaiba's glare is familiar, at least, if alarming. Especially when he says, kill him and be done with it. Both Ryo and Shadi turn to him sharply at that, and Kaiba rolls his eyes at the latter. Don't give me that look. Even if he is a real person and not some apparition from a pep, it's not as though killing him will stick here. Despite the gravity of his words, there's a surprising lightness to his tone that Ryo would almost call joking if he weren't apparently about to be executed. It sits at odds with his mental image of Kaiba. Except, no, that's not quite right, is it? Ryo takes in his luxurious robes and a tall crown atop of atop his head, remembers carving the shapes out of soft birch and painting the fine details on cardstock. Unless he's doing a remarkable cosplay, that's not Seto Kaiba, that's... Set, please. Peace. What the fuck? What the fuck? Finally, Ryo's eyes finish adjusting to the brightness of the sun, and the s- shadows surrounding him resolve themselves into detailed people and objects. The guards are well-armed, but not as well-clothed, robed in shendits and wigs and little else. In the middle of the group stand Shadi and Kaiba. N- no, Prishada and High Priest Set, as Ryo remembers painting and sculpting them. They've only ever existed as numbers in his brain. HP and MP, Bob, Bonds, statistics the spirit whispered to him as he built the final game. But, even knowing the stakes, the game master in him had reveled at the chance to bring these legendary figures to life. In the flesh, they're remarkably vibrant and both undeniably beautiful. Seeing them like this now makes him feel like Pygmalion, a little bit in love with his own creations. To either side of the group are tall columns reaching toward the sky, and at their feet lie pools of water dotted with lotuses, obviously a courtyard of sorts. It's a lavish display of water and greenery for the climate, and of all the sets he's built, one he'd only associate with palaces. And sure enough, behind Shaddaa and Set's heads, taller even than the columns, the foreboding stone walls of a great house rise up from the earth. Leading up to the main entrance is a grand set of stairs, and coming down those stairs is... Ah, well, Rio thinks that at least answers one question. Obviously, he's in hell. As the pharaoh approaches the group of soldiers and priests and one very out-of-place teenage boy, it becomes clear that he was the one who just stayed Set's hand. The dread from before returns with a healthy dose of shame this time. It's one thing to face judgment from people who may as well be characters in a storybook, another thing entirely to face it from someone who was supposed to be your friend and whose trust you actively betrayed. Rather than the expected expression of grim determination, the pharaoh smiles at him. Ryo feels his hackles raise. The spirit of the ring hadn't often chosen to speak with him, preferring instead to simply take control of his body by force, but in the rare times he had, it was usually accompanied by a smile. The pharaoh pats that on his shoulder and says, You don't need to worry about him, cousin. 
He reaches his other hand towards Ryo. You're no thief, are you, Bakura-kun? Set crosses his arm and deepens his frown, but it's poutier this time. You say he's no threat when the thief shares his name, even? Uh-uh, none of that. The thief doesn't share his name. He stole it. It's what thieves do, is it not? The pharaoh winks down at Ryo. Yugi-kun, Ryo hesitates, eyeing the proffered hand. He follows the ar- his arm up to his face and feels himself flushing for reasons entirely separate from shame. Ryo's been holding a small flame for Yugi basically since they met, and this version of him looks... Well, Ryo can understand how the Egyptians once believed pharaohs were the son of gods. Of course, Yugi and the pharaoh are different people. Ryo knows that better than most. But it's hard to keep in mind while looking at this golden man wearing his crush's face and what appears to be a firm six-pack. No, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stare. It's rude. Not to mention entirely inappropriate. The guy is royalty, and Ryo is sitting in the sand gaping at him like some stupid fish. Other Yugi-san, he attempts to correct himself. Pharaoh-sama? A tem is fine, says the pharaoh, still smiling and ignoring Set's scowl, but apparently done with niceties. He doesn't wait for Ryo to take his hand and grabs him by the wrist, hoisting him to his feet. A temisan, Ryo says and winces, knowing very well that the syllables are butchered in his mouth. A tem ha- may have the benefit of sharing a body with a native speaker like Yugi, but it still feels unfair that Japanese comes so naturally to him while ancient Egyptian twists Ryo's tongue like a knot. Not sure what else to say, Ryo asks the first question that comes to mind. Where are we? What is this place? Ah. Atem pulls him out of the circle of his entourage. Ryo, focused on their linked fingers, misses the shadow of concern that passes over Atem's eyes. I'm afraid you're a long way from home. Ryo tilts his head and Atem sighs. Welcome to the Duat. Alright, is that it? Pretty fucking good. Yeah, that's... That's I'm the bad. end of the section that I'm reading. I, I've written more, but that is the end of the first section. Pretty fucking good, Audrey. Cool. Is, is there is there is there a, a, like a, like a link a listener could follow to to pursue the more? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> will there be by the time the episode comes out, or will they have to pay attention to our Discord? Uh, pay attention to our Discord, probably. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're <laughs> assuming that I'm making this public ever. This one, yeah. just for us. Yeah. I'm doing the finger, po- the finger pointing and the, the yeah. eyes emoji. When the, when, 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 when you, when you, when you. <laughs> hey, that was pretty fucking choice. I, yeah. I, I like it so far. I like it I so could. far. It's a fucking yeah. vibe. Um, when he, the only when trouble he. I had with it was from you cutting out a bit, but like what I, caught and i didn't catch most of it like it's it's really not that well when you listen when you listen to the episode and you hear my crisp recording i do i do really want to listen back to the episode so i can like catch the unfiltered uh thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uncut and unfiltered um well i'm saying it we are legally not allowed to pick that one as our winner uh i think we established Oh yeah, no. Yeah, that's not fair. But we do. It still... was the best, but I am legally. Uh, we are legally. Yeah, we legally, we legally have to say we, it was we, the best we as well. Established a president last time. None of them are. None of we all. We love all of them. We re, we super appreciate people for for like doing the, the what they've done. Yeah, you will you will be getting something for this. I, I presume. Yeah, I thought Probably. we were gonna um, give a, a special Discord rule to our favorite one. Um. Yeah, we love all our fanfic writers equally. Yeah. Earlier that day, we don't care for Audrey. Earlier that day, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. 
Uh, Don? Yeah, I'll get just... them special Discord rolls. I'm thinking, let's... So, let's divvy it up between... So, I guess, assuming we're... If we're not counting Audrey, our three candidates are, uh... Patrick, Cassidy, and, uh... Uh, Francisca. Francisca. Yeah. Yes. Hey, 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 hmm. hey, hey. Secret, come, come aside, away from the microphones. Back at, stay with the microphones. Okay. We could, like, we could literally just give all three of them a, a Discord roll. I kind of think they deserve it. No, yeah. That's, I, I think that's they what I'm it. saying. I'm saying that we did that in the first ep- the first time we oh, did, did this. Oh, did we? we just, yeah, no, we just said, well, we don't want to pick a winner. So <laughs> you're all winners in our hearts. Oh. And then we, we gave them all the prize, whatever it hmm. was. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. It's like kind of a cop out, but like genuinely all three. Three and all four <laughs> fan fictions were like really fucking great. I loved all of them. Yeah. Um, I, however, I, I would like to, I would like to still uh, give some 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 Audrey feedback for writing such a good fanfic. Yeah. You get to be a host okay, of yes. the show. Okay. I feel like I've been sold talking about being sold to One Direction. I feel like I've just been sold to bottom green here a little bit. <laughs> we're your new owners. And we're here. To yeah. Up. <laughs> I came to your house for one purpose, actually. <laughs> I'm going back to Ireland in a suitcase. That's why my suitcase is so big. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're leaving um, the char cosplay here. You gotta yeah, use. Fit, yeah, yeah. Fit you. yeah. Um. Yes. Do we have any? I do like the idea uh, of like giving out awards fix. for each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yes. a little mini award. Um. <coughs> I want to give Patrick's. Well, first of all, okay. The, the 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 very short one gets the the max rower seal of approval uh-huh, uh-huh, just uh-huh. out the gate of course <laughs> um for the D one i will nominate it for the nat 20 award i want to give uh the D one the best uh category uh nomination for best guys being dudes dudes rock yeah i wanted to give the dudes rock award. yeah, yeah, yeah the dudes yeah, rock yeah, award, yeah. award. Yeah. yeah dudes rock that's good <laughs> I'm going to give myself the award for being so brave and so fucking orange. Uh, I'm giving Cassidy the... I'm giving Cassidy the, uh... The, uh, Beyond Toon World seal of of recognition. Beyond Toon Award? Yeah, the Beyond Toon Award. Yeah. Toon World. It's a medal that has Dio's, Pegasus's, and Goku's faces on it. <laughs> give Francisca the, the BL award. I want to. I want to give Francisca the, the the award for best. Uh, they woke up at the end. It was and it was all a dream. Except actually, it's no. This was really good. It really worked. This yeah, time. I'm, I'm giving Francisca the Michael Phelps Memorial Fast Swimmer Award. <laughs> I'm smoking Olympics award. I'm I'm giving Francisca the um, Matic Pixie Dream Guy Award. <laughs> oh, that's good. Excellent. Um, I'm all, and I'm gonna give Cass the Star Wars Appreciator Award. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, not not the Little House on the Prairie Appreciator Award? Yeah, I'm more <laughs> into the Old Republic than Little House on the Prairie. Sorry to say. Uh, yeah, Little House on the Prairie doesn't have you know an award winning PlayStation Four game that I can play. Yeah, yeah. They, they it does. Um, it yeah. does actually. <laughs> <laughs> Giving Dan the best joke of the night award. Oh, oh fuck! Thank you, Gucci I Gang. I made a weird noise in my mic just then. 
Fuck me. Grace, that was funny. <laughs> hey, thank you all so much for, for submitting. Um, should the award just be nice dot 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 two exclamation point? Yeah. Or, or the Discord roll? Award, Discord roll, same thing. Scribe of the show. Uh, we should give them a color, maybe. Should we give them a color? Oh, well, yeah, of course they should have a unique color. Like like a right, like a pink they... for... for... I'm th- Sarah, I was thinking of pink. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the horniest color. We don't have color. a nice pink one yet. All right, when this episode we comes out... We literally asked uh, people to not be freaks on this episode. Like, that was literally part of the submission. Well, that's because if our I listeners, like you know, occupy all the freak hey. energy... No, that's... Listen, listen, hey, you can, wait, you can I have an like idea. pink, but Sarah was the one who said it's a horny color. So idea, I'm calling though. them out specifically. That's fair. Uh, well, you Someone can shoot this idea down. Yeah. What if we did a Patreon-only freak aloud? fanfic episode at some point absolutely not mm. i don't think no, we can okay. no i don't think they are they are high school kids we know yeah. okay, i know that's true that's true they are high school kids you can only write freak you can only you can only write freak fanfic you can with only Cobra, write chronos chronos napoleon <laughs> yeah. pegasus you can uh, only uh, write chronos napoleon gozaburo grandpa all characters must be adults I would, I would, I would be down for an all Cronus Napoleon freak show. Yeah. <laughs> submission, but you can only write for Cronus. Croquet. No, no one else. Croquet, Literally yes. no one else. It is a Cronus. No, it's a Cronus Napoleon only freak show. Well, listeners, tune in for episode 269. <laughs> we'll see you in like two and a half years. We're gonna, we're fucking, we're gonna put this shit in Coney Island. This is the freak show I'm looking for here. <laughs> Coney 2022. All right, I have to log off. That's it. That's it for me. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you all so much once again. Um, We'll see you next week for another regularly scheduled episode of Pod of Greed. Um, Is next week the one where Cassidy's on? I believe so. Cool. So Ah. we should get her in scheduling. All right. We should. Yeah. Yeah, right, gamers. I'm setting my pen face down and then picking it back up again so I can write my Curtis and Napoleon freak fig. I'm setting my AO3 account to private so none of you can ever find it. (laughs) Uh, And ending my turn. I'm Googling Chronos Dimitri Rule 34. Bye. No. I'm burning my typewriter as we speak. My last fan. Peach. Peach. Bye.